The Batman podcast for people who are totally vindicated because Batman is great and has always been great, and this is a great movie, and I was right. <laughs> I'm Danny. I, I'm Jay Rive. And we have returning guest. I'm Francesca Volpe. Yeah, Francesca's here, our first returning, our first returning, recurring guest who is not on a bonus episode and is not Joe Govan. That was an ESPN stat yeah. and a half. <laughs> this is the most amount of field goals kicked on a Sunday when a president was elected who was black and was named Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jacob, what did we watch this week? Uh, we watched the... Uh, Spectre of the Phantom. What was the name of this movie? <laughs> Francesca, what did we watch this week? <laughs> we, watched, we watched Batman Ma- Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of, not Spectre, Mask of Spectre. the Phantasm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was on the Zorro podcast. I'm very used to the word mask being involved. <laughs> There's a mask. There's a couple masks. There yeah. are several masks. Yeah. We picked uh, Francesca to come back for a, a very. I actually begged. Yeah, she begged I, to I come really back. To be on this one. <laughs> let's, let's go around. I love this movie so much. Jacob, have you seen this movie before? I don't think I've seen it before. This I was assigned it for this podcast. No. Okay, Francesca, what is your history? Let's get into why you're. Here okay, today. Um, I um, I first saw it because um, I was like a kid and I saw the um, the cover in a film, like a movie store, when they had those and they had, had the display covers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that looks scary and ominous. And I tried it out and it actually it ended up being, you know, all of those things and with a little bit of romance mm-hmm. and sprinkled in there. You see Batman's sensitive side, which <laughs> is not, it's, it's rare. And I think this is a really defining moment, movie moment in Batman's yeah. history. And you had a big crush on Batman. I sure this. did. Yeah. <laughs> That's sure what did. I was trying to get at. I'm not going to, I will not move. No, yeah. I thought the animation's beautiful, first it of is. all. It it's is. like so, it's so, I mean, my God. If like people could request that for plastic surgery. Like that. <laughs> that like super square angular. Super square angular jaw. Like very arched eyebrows. Just this yeah. like very art deco kind of. Geometry face. Geometry. Like totally. Minecraft So heads. I'm so fascinated. But when you say you had a crush, um, was it Batman specifically or Bruce Wayne or the t- t- together combined? I don't, they're not mutually exclusive for so me. So it was both. It's both. both, yeah. The man yeah. and the mystery. The man and the mystery. I'm so jealous of Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) Did you consider dyeing your hair red or changing your name to Andrea after this film? I only I considered dyeing my hair red after seeing um, uh, Doctor Jean Grey or Phoenix in the um, X Men. Mm, I was gonna guess who framed Roger Rabbit. (laughs) That was my my red hair guess. That's that's actually closer to um, Andrea's hair. Yes. And, yeah. And that whole Very like puffy up, like up voluptuous. Andrea would look comfortable singing in a lounge. Right. Oh sure. Yes. I I asked Chelsea this. I'm going to ask you this too. That it's such a common trope in superhero movies, and it, it happens in Zorro too. Yeah. That women fall in love with this mysterious guy when they can't even see like half his face. Do you think you could ever fall in love with a guy whose face you hadn't seen completely? 
There, there was a reality show about that. There was. Oh, there was. That's right. Um, yeah, like the. I forgot about that. Mr. Personality? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, like it was like this woman who could. They all had to wear masks. Wasn't it like suits. Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, she hosted it. For yeah, that's right. She hosted it. Was it was so fucking Ooh. random. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, all right, we'll talk, I'll tell <laughs> it later, I guess, but I'm amazed by this. It, it was like she a, had a TV career. Yeah, it was like a dating show before where her, the, yeah. the gimmick is all the guys are wearing masks the whole time. So you can't, you have Wait, no idea what they look like. Is yeah. it before? Is it before? No, this is no. not before Bill. This, okay. is, this is like yeah. because of Bill. Okay. Um, right. I mean, she, in her own right, is good for her, which yeah. she's made herself into. Yeah, her, take every yeah. dollar you can get out of that. Yeah. For sure. Anti-bullying, anti, you know. Sure. Yeah. That's what she's doing now. But <laughs> back think, then. <laughs> right. Could you ever imagine yourself falling in love with a guy who whose face you'd never seen? But I, like he was like in the room. Yeah, you'd met him yeah. and he'd been like dashing and mysterious and everything. You mean like he was running very quickly? Yeah, back and <laughs> yeah forth. exactly. You like just see this masked guy running it's around. It's like the plot of Phantom of the Opera. Like, yeah. Saying, well, that's yeah, that's true. another example. It, yeah. This happens so often in fiction that women fall in love with these guys whose face they can't see. I think there is an element of mystery in that. I, I, I mean, like the way you put it, the obvious answer is no, but for me, but... Yeah, I think the there's that element of mystery and mm-hmm. that element of, you know, mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even figure it out. Yes. <laughs> how how long you're seeing someone, right? Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we can say that on yeah, this. We, we can we can make yeah. that make that public. <laughs> uh, how long into seeing this guy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um oh no, Honor. this past Friday was hard. Our year smoochiversary. Oh, is what we call it. Like, Congratulations. Um, but no, we haven't had our year anniversary. I think we used Pokemon Go to figure that out. <laughs> okay. You're know. like, we started dating around when Pokemon Go... Like, yeah, that, it's yeah. actually true. Yeah, <laughs> we caught like a grimer that night. Or oh. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how we... That was a big night for him. So romantic, yeah. <laughs> so how long into dating him would you say that you first saw his face? Immediately. <laughs> Imme- I mean, like, I... I I knew he, it's interesting, I knew he existed before I, before he knew I existed. Oh, yeah? Because, well, how... So you were the Batman. Technically, <laughs> I guess so. How long did you wait before you let him see your face? How many gargoyles <laughs> did you sit on before you first had coffee? You showed up, you are just wearing a hijab. Oh, my God, he, no. <laughs> um, well, I was, um, actually, we went to the, so how we met is we went to the same school. Um, we didn't meet, he was a senior when I was a freshman, uh-huh. so we didn't, like, actually, he was in the improv group at my college, oh, okay. and so, well, so was a friend of mine, so I would always see him perform, and he was always hilarious and cool and funny, and, like, you know, getting everyone all laughing, hmm. and I was, like, this really geeky freshman, just, like... In the corner. <laughs> like, don't look on at your me. gargoyle. Yeah, on my gargoyle. You've known of this guy for like a long time. Not, I didn't know of him for a long time. I met him a year after that, formally. Well, he, because my friend was in the improv group. One of my good friends was mm-hmm. in the improv group as well. And so that's kind of like, I like knew who he was through this person. So mm-hmm. I, like, he had a reputation. Like, not like, like, not like a reputation per se, but like I knew right. who he was and like. Yeah, but no, that's yeah. that's cool. It's kind of romantic that it like took all this time of of knowing who he was and, and yeah, you know. we were friends for a while for a long time first. I mean, I think I met him a year later. This is mm-hmm. wow. This is really becoming. <laughs> I met him a year later, and then um, we started talking and hanging out. And mm-hmm. like, I had always wanted to move to New York, and he was already living here. So anytime I would visit here, I would always you know visit him, and we'd hang out. Mm-hmm. And, 
like Bushwick or Brooklyn or what between it yeah, lives in Brooklyn and that was always fun and then I moved here and it just kind of it all just yeah came together nicely but none of that happens in this movie it <laughs> yeah. all falls apart so um, he didn't like propose and then your mob boss dad like forced you apart <laughs> no, that didn't happen. no my father is not involved in organized crime thank you very much andrea um, also says that in the movie yeah <laughs> so i'm not convinced. isn't that what every daughter of a, of a mob boss says <laughs> they're, just they're, yeah. just, they're just people they're just his people it's like, just his business <laughs> yeah people with guns it's what uh, sophia soprano what was her name the uh, meadow, meadow, meadow. meadow. yes, yeah. like, summer meadow. Like, yeah. yeah, it's funny because I just left my boyfriend's place and they were um his roommate and his other his roommate and his roommate's girlfriend were watching The Sopranos. Oh yeah, yeah. Fun fact mm. about my afternoon, which is nothing like your family. No, we're uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. They're pretty boring. <laughs> so I I've told them that I've gotten really frustrated and it's been like, why are you so boring? As we were in New Orleans and they didn't even want to walk down Bourbon Street. Which God, like, Dad, have you ever even killed anybody? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You're always accounting for mob bosses and never <laughs> killing anyone. <laughs> Why do we have to be on the boring side of organized crime? Yeah, it's, it's all, it's all numbers. Uh, uh, it's all facts and so figures. This movie, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, uh, I, my memory, this is maybe the first movie we've done where I actually have... It happened, like, in my lifetime. I remember this coming out. It was, like, a big deal. I was five, four or five when this came out. Like oh, so this was, like, you were wearing his pajamas oh, and you run out into yeah. the room wearing Batman pajamas like, Mom, Dad, yeah, I've got, I've, I heard something amazing. So Pretty cute. much. <laughs> yeah. we, gotta, we gotta go to the video store right now. No, I remember this coming out and it was... In the theater. Yeah, and my memory is this was PG-13, but I, I guess it was pg but uh, it was like too grown up. My parents wouldn't let me see this. And I remember being just so angry at like the producers of this. And uh, my my friend Josh and I... I like that you, as a five-year-old, you were mature enough to address your anger at the producers. Right, yeah. Not like, Mom, Dad! Like, yeah. oh, the producers of Warner Brothers should have known well enough to make this a straight G-rated film. Yeah. I'm a kid, yeah. damn it. Actually, something funny about that is, like, just, I mean, I'm sure people listening have seen the film, but to spoil, you know the scene where they've, like, they've got the senior mob boss and the phantasm comes and uh-huh. it's revealed that his face is like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why that is, it, and my boyfriend told me this, and it's because, um, I guess, like, the whole licensing thing, they couldn't show, like, dead bodies or bullet holes mm-hmm. or blood or, like, yeah. you know, people really fucked up, so they had to show, they had to show that he had got to them some way, so... They can't. There. That was how the creepy, smiley, like uh, face was worn. Okay. Yeah, which is almost even scarier than. Are you talking about the Joker face? Yeah. Where he's like, wow. jo- yeah. Well, not the Joker. Yeah, the Joker face when he leaves that face on his victims. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like have that. Like it's almost like that black dahlia. Yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah. There you go. The, 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 the listener yeah. couldn't. Yeah. But I just smiled like. <laughs> <laughs> But like, you know how we're talking about? I smile like that. <laughs> smile. But with this, with this movie, my friend Josh and I, we used to do this thing when we were kids where we'd uh, cut out pictures from like magazines and catalogs and we just glue them onto pages and staple them together. We'd like dictate stories about Batman to you my mom. You made your own toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was very poor. <laughs> but we'd uh, make these like Batman books like and, and we'd like try and sell them on the street corner. 
Oh, and, wow. Entrepreneurial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no one would buy it. But uh, <laughs> we swore... Every when this fails. Yeah. <laughs> we swore when this came out we would never, ever sell a book to the producers of this movie because we were so angry that we couldn't see it. And they were just clamoring for They were clamoring like for it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just $10 million, dollars and you said no. Yeah. I made a promise to my very small friend yeah. when I was also very small. Yeah. <laughs> Someone from Brothers is on the phone, Danny. Like, no, not gonna. No. They Mom to... told me not to answer the phone while she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not sure I ever saw this until now. I thought I saw it years later, but I have no memory of this. You're story. old enough now. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to see yeah. my first movie. <laughs> You're PG's 13 plus. I had to call my mom and say, "Is it okay?" And she said, "Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> Danny? I'm busy." Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> This, uh, anyone want to guess how much, how, first, how much this cost, and we'll do how much did this make? I got the numbers right here. I have a feeling it was, I remember, I read something that it was quite expensive because the opening sequence was pretty groundbreaking for its time because it's yeah. all like 3D. It was like CGI. Which, and that was like the first. In like 1993, yeah. that was unheard of. A big deal. Yeah. A big deal in cinematic history. All right. I don't know. If, I'm gonna, my numbers are going to be way off. <laughs> animation. How much right. ink do you think they had to do? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had a printer in my life. <laughs> printing one. Just when you run out of ink, just black ink. Like, oh, right, not expensive. even some fancy, like, magenta. Yeah. That's like 20 bucks. So you think 20 bucks is the... billion dollars. <laughs> is how much this movie costs. This was like three avatars. Three avatars. Three avatars. Yeah. Easily for all that printer. It $20 million. $20 million. $20 million to make. Francesca? Oh, God. Um, yeah, 15, 20, 25. Both of you are grossly overestimating Fuck. this. I was going to guess three, and then... I six, was, million. Fuck. six million. Six million. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Want to guess how much it made? A lot. 20 million. 20 million? 15 million. 15 million. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a big failure. 5.6 million. All right. Did not so make its money back. It's under budget. Like, under... It Wait, it cost more. three, and it was... No, it cost six, made oh. 5.6. Oh, shit. So yeah. it's lost. Does that even include... Like Not including the advertising. Yeah, this well, lost a lot of money. That's a bummer. Yeah. Because it's it's really Tia Carrere sang the theme song. Yeah. With that saxophone. It, like, like a weird, like, Bond kind of. <laughs> like, <laughs> one last stat before we get into this. Yeah. Want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score? 86. 58. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake was much closer, 82. Oh, okay, cool. I think it was a really good kids movie. Yeah, it was well-reviewed. It was really it was good. critically did well, just at yeah. the box office. Nobody saw this. Maybe because it was so... It was, it's see. pretty violent. It's yeah. for, uh, it, it, I mean, like, I can see parents today not wanting their kids to... There's a lot of guns. Yeah, yeah I can see yeah. Your, that being a typical case of, no, we're not bringing you. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the... That is, the audience is like five year old, you know what I mean? Like younger yeah. kids whose parents under 13 for sure, you know what I mean? Like Those kids all become violent yeah. on their own. I don't think the, the idea of like an adult cartoon movie was really there in the culture. No. And no. dark superhero movies weren't really as much a thing. No. Right. I think yeah. that this came out today, it'd probably do great. I think they could even ramp up the violence more. Yeah. And like fucking take home that sweet, sweet. Money cash. <laughs> it's <from> inter- adults. <laughs> it's, it's interesting you say that because this is heavily influenced 
by a uh, comic book called Batman Year Two, which is much more violent than this oh. and way dumber. It's, <laughs> it's like this if you didn't care about the characters at all and it was hyper violent. Batman's and it, just killing people. It left did right. not make a lot of sense. Is Andrea there? Uh, there's a very similar character. Yeah. Are they having really violent sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> it just no. her uh, the the bad guy in that is like a. Grim Reaper guy with like size on both hands. He's like slashing everybody, and the sides are also guns. He's shooting them, and oh. it's this dumb is as hell. The anime version of just the... knife guns. Batman <laughs> 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 knife guns. This has been stabbed by a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is basically a combination of Batman Year One, which is a classic comic book that you should all go out and read, and Batman Year Two, which no one should ever read. It's it's a waste <laughs> of your time. It's if you have read Batman Year Two, you should. Go outside. Go outside and do something with your life. Take a walk. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Yeah. No, it's it's cold. You should read the, read the comic. <laughs> it's cold outside right now. You can do At anything. least where I am. I don't know what you're doing. If, if, <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all here. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> if you've read... If you're reading Batman Year Two, that means you've read, like, everything else there is to read. And, like, this is the last thing left. You finished Ulysses. You're yeah. Like, well, yeah. I was supposed to read this, but no, it's boring <laughs> no, i would like tales. someone to be i did not understand something that also fires bullets i didn't understand what ulysses was <laughs> you read something that's gonna make a little more sense okay um i'm sorry that was a big gulp of beer i just burped and i made it no <laughs> here, but this, now you know. this side of the microphone's off the rails. <laughs> Great. My, was this the same microphone we had last time? It's, no, it's I think this is really a, nice. an update. I was going to say doo-wop into this. Like. <laughs> no, we used to use like personal handheld mics. Now we've upgraded to a, a Blue Yeti, like omni-directional microphone. Blue Yeti. It makes it a lot easier to record. makes the sound quality much better. It's Blue, Blue Yeti. Not a sponsor, but hey, hi guys. <laughs> Y'all <money>? listening? <laughs> Blue Yeti, please sponsor us. I know you can hear us crisply and clearly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so please. Free headset? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about, um, I think off mic we talked about this, about how many Easter eggs there are in this. Yeah. So in the intro, um, all the, there's like a mysterious like Latin chanting. Yeah. Going, you read about this? Yes. That it's all like names of the producers like right. backwards. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna try. Yeah. Maybe if I had a, the list of them, I would yeah. do it. But, but you can. You can imagine. All, it, every name in this is like somebody I'll get who worked shot. on this. <laughs> and you know how they. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off with a meeting between crime lord Chucky Soul and his cronies one night in Gotham. Soul is instructing his men about the procedure for laundering some new counterfeit bills through their casino when the meeting is interrupted by the Batman. Batman takes out Soul's followers, but Chucky manages to get to the parking garage. Now, I don't understand why Batman cares about this crime. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fake money. It's fake money that they say is insanely convincing. So even if it goes off to like a poor person at the casino, 
it's going to pass. I don't think the, you understand how casinos work. Well, no. What I'm saying, if a poor person wins money at the casino mm. and they get that fake money, you know okay. what I mean? They can buy groceries with it and it'll be fine. I guess so. Wait, so, it would go through the machine. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? Like, you know how you put money through sometimes, or you never worked a cash register where you have a machine and you put, like, money through it to see if it's real or not? I, they make a point of saying you'd need, like, a billionth degree lens oh, or whatever. I remember like, that. Right, right, right. They're right, like, right. this is super good. This is amazing shit. And then Batman bursts and he's like, get that fake money out of here. <laughs> all the rest of the movie's like breaking up muggings. He's like, don't hurt that man. Here he's like, white collar crime. <laughs> if that he's like, Bernie Sanders in a suit. It's, it's, <laughs> if Batman's like like an autistic kid with who punches people. He's like, yeah. he, needs, he needs to like, all the crime. Like, he doesn't any, differentiate any between crime. crimes. Jaywalker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, Anything that's, that's against the law. That's a non-smoking zone, yeah. old lady. Have you seen Super with Rain Wilson? Yes, exactly. And he beats everyone with a wrench. Yeah. Just like, he'll just be like, you cut in line, and whacks them in the head with a yes. wrench. Like, cracks their head half open with a wrench. That movie's great. It's a great movie. That, underrated yeah. movie. So yeah, really underrated. Ellen Page is in it. Yeah, and that he she died in like a really disturbing way. Yeah, I don't want to say, but like I don't want to say what happens, but but it was kind of horrific. It was like you just you're like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, that like, did not fit the tone of the yeah, movie. Yeah, no, I was like, this is a comedy. This is yeah, it's ominous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was funny to listen. I'm sure because like you couldn't see the like eye line mm. of them looking at each other. Like, yeah, it's just super fucked up. Super really good movie. Wrenches beating people to death. Yeah, Ellen Page though, I didn't want her to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone cut in line and I was like, yeah, kill that bitch. And then Ellen <laughs> Page went down. She, I mean, it's like a 10 year old movie. We can say, we can spoil this. She like gets her head like blown. She, yeah, she gets her face blown off. Yeah, and it's like really, there's like a very. But did she cut in line first? <laughs> <laughs> was she like jaywalking? There's like a really close up shot of her with like a huge section of her head missing. And it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's it. his friend. Yeah. Like, that's his co- that's his comrade. That's his Robin. And it's Ellen Page. It's her beautiful face. Yes, she's adorable. Half beautiful. <laughs> half beautiful. It's half gone. All beautiful, half gone. <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> Saul is greeted by a mysterious figure who he first mistakes for Batman. Stating, Everyone mistakes for Batman. That's right. Stating the phrase, "Your angel of death awaits." This mysterious phantasm, who's never referred to as a phantasm in the whole movie, <laughs> nope. so true. Yeah, is is nearly run down by Saul's car, but tricks Saul into driving out a nearby window to his death. Batman arrives on the scene and observes Saul. The people below see Batman and assume he's responsible for what has happened. Do you think people leap to that conclusion that Batman is killing people too quickly? Oh, for sure. I think they want to believe that he's killing people because they're just so annoyed with him to begin with. <laughs> you think the, the general populace is? I think, aren't, isn't that, wasn't that always a kind of tug of war between him and the police? And they were always just irritated with his vigilantism. Yeah. And they just like, this would be like easy yeah. to pin on him. And so then I guess like, if you're looking away. at it from the outside, if you're just like a citizen of Gotham City, it's not, it doesn't seem like that big of a leap to be like, oh, he's finally snapped and he's. How do we Killing know he wasn't killing people before, and we just didn't see it? It's like it has to come. This must have come to this point at some. Yeah. I, as a citizen, why wouldn't you be pro murdering criminals? 
<laughs> but you're sitting there like, well, yeah, throw them in jail until they die, but don't just kill them. <laughs> you, you put them in front of a judge and then order them executed. But don't just like <laughs> do it quickly and mercifully. So wait, you say you just believe in just the death penalty, just not even as just long for, as it's executed by exactly. someone in a cool costume. <laughs> I'm pro cool costume execution all the way. Right. Quote me on that. My name's Jacob Ray. Call your congressman. <laughs> Call your congressman. I don't care. So you're envisioning just. Like an electric chair, but the execution has like a cape and a hood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. A, a mask on. Mm-hmm. Very medieval. Some yeah. some gadgets. Some gadgets. Some gadgets. He's like throw. He's throwing knives. Maybe he misses a couple times. <laughs> the guy flinches. You know, because like we don't have a real life Batman. You just got to get a dude with a costume to throw shit at him, and he's probably not going to be that good. It's going to be very painful. Yeah, and it's going to take a long time. But he'll be sitting there like at least. My death was badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's I, you can you can yell at me all you want, but first, goddamn social justice that's warriors. What I believe, murder. Batman <laughs> is the ultimate activist. He's, <laughs> ultimate. He's a total fascist. He's calling his congressman right or now. Anti-fascist. S S J W. Uh, next morning, Councilman Arthur Reeves is giving a press conference about Batman's apparent actions. He wants to hunt down Batman and arrest the vigilante. Commissioner James Gordon is against it, since he doesn't believe Batman would do something like that. Detective Harvey Bullock, on the other hand, is in favor of stopping Batman. Is this Wikipedia? This is an IMDb summary. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. When they frame it like that, it's <laughs> that Harvey Bullock is in favor of stopping Batman. They making James Gordon seem just completely irrational. It's like, no, Harvey Bullock is against Batman murdering people. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon just the commissioner's like, on my side. Yeah, exactly. The commissioner and I are in sync. So he's murdering people, but he's doing it with a costume. It's pretty <laughs> cool. So, it's pretty. He wrecked a car out of one building into another. Mm. That's awesome. It's great. There's no civilian casualties. I mean, minor explosions were involved, but it's basically fine. Yeah, it's just one window. It's one window. Sometimes kids throw rocks. <laughs> Batman threw a car with a criminal in it into another building. That's he didn't how he throw gets, the car. That's how he gets somebody's oh, attention. Like, he gets like his high school girlfriend's attention by just driving a car through a window. Okay, college. College. Gotham University. <laughs> I applied there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish that was a real place. I would apply there. It's called NYU. Gotham City uh, Nights. Excuse you, Gotham. It's Chicago, where I lived three hours away from, which is why I'm so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I lived nowhere near it, and, but it was the nearest cool city. <laughs> so it's great. But isn't New York called Gotham sometimes? Oh, it's posers. <laughs> There's like a magazine in Gotham. There's a Gotham Comedy Club. Right, 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 right. There's probably two of them in Chicago. Stall for me. because I know Gotham, New York is called Gotham. There's a weird reason for it, but I can't remember. You guys talk Here's what I know. Uh, they shot all of the Christian Bale Batman movies in Chicago because it looks like the shit they drew. It's a bunch of gargoyles and sad homeless people. <laughs> 
around. None of that for Europe. a big, <laughs> a big canal. A big old canal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And What's that also, again? as I live three hours away from it, I'm required <laughs> to support it. I'm not required to know anything. Yeah. About what actually it's like goes a special on there. Name, I think. It's like, uh, it's like the mall, but they they turn it green for St. Patrick's Day. That's what all. That's what I know about that. Canal. And that was a couple days ago. Was it really? I think so. Did St. Patrick's Day passed, and I didn't even notice. I'm getting so old. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm having an existential really crisis yeah. on a Batman podcast. That's the worst place to have an existential crisis. Okay, so Gotham, the name of Danny, all right, no, no one wants to talk to me about my problems. Danny found his me. Batman facts. <laughs> Excuse me, bat facts? Bat facts. <laughs> Gotham means uh, goat's town in Anglo-Saxon, and it's the name of an actual town in England, a sleepy little village in Nottinghamshire. And so Gotham is Nottinghamshire. Yeah. Uh, so there's a folk tale called uh, The Wise Men of Gotham, and uh, basically some art- some writer in 1807 no, called no. New York Gotham, because it, if you're familiar with this folk tale from the medieval times, uh, it makes New York, it makes fun of New Yorkers and how they're stupid, and so people <laughs> didn't know that that's what it meant, and they latched on to using the name Gotham to mean New York. Huh. Yeah. I'm still right. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred and Bruce are watching the watching the the presentation in the Batcave. Uh, Famous Alfred. Yeah. Oh, Alfred is so good in this. It's like he's got more of a following than Batman. He one. kills it. He's there's a couple moments uh, that I'll, I'll talk about when we get to them. That he just makes little things that are just perfect. Just make this movie for me. Alfred and Bruce are watching the presentation in the Batcave. Batman is analyzing a chemical found on the glass in Chucky Soul's car. Which they never deal with. At yeah. all. I'm assuming it's like the smoke she used. But it, the phantasm. Yeah, it is. But him, don't, her, who knows? It's pronouns outdated <laughs> in today's society. They, everyone is everything now. Everybody thinks. But they never... Like, he never's like, oh, this chemical was this. Yeah. It never comes around later. It's, they break the Chekhov's gun rule. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. I was waiting. I was waiting the whole time yeah. for something to happen with it. I always watch these movies in, like, 15-minute bits over, like, the course of a week. Oh, really? I feel like I lose a lot by doing that. <laughs> I just watch it like I watch a movie. My like, I, like I watched it all the way. My attention span has gotten so short. No, I, I, I feel that. No, actually, that's a, that's a lot. I watched we I watched half of it yesterday and half of it today. So my got ADD too. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's uh. I watched it all at once. <laughs> I watched all. I watched. Hey guys, I watched the whole movie all <laughs> in one place where my ass. We was get the whole it, time. Jacob. You're better than us. And costume people can kill. You didn't need extended time. <laughs> Councilman Arthur is in his office talking to a woman on the phone. She's flying into town after being gone for ten years to settle some old finances. During a party, he, he like asks, Are "You coming? You thinking about any old flames?" Yeah, that's a and, weird question. And which I was like, "Did they used to 
were they a thing before? Like, and is he asking like that? But then it pans down, and she's like rubbing a magazine yeah. with Bruce Wayne's face on it, Fortune like a magazine. flat ass magazine. Talking about how rich he is. Yeah, and he's like, ooh. That is such a weird it's question. History. And also, did you buy that magazine just to rub it? <laughs> Why? It's not open. There's no earmarked pages. There's. <laughs> If somebody, if I was going back up and someone said, hey, you're going to go fuck your old girlfriend? I'm like, no, that's, what a question. What kind uh, of I, question is that? Then you just hang up. Yeah. Like, that's a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> not going to hang out with him, that's for damn sure. You're going to fuck that old girlfriend from 10 years ago? No. Mm. No. Even if I was, get out of here, man. You yeah. don't know me like that. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a while either. Yeah. I actually haven't asked that question before. Yeah, they fuck your old significant Yeah, you're gonna, like, I think I was home. It was like, it's one of those things people ask me, like, I was home from college or yeah. something. Did you and do I went it? to a high school. No. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. But I you did it! But I no. passed out in his bed because I was too drunk. Whoa. So, wait, did you try and fuck him and it didn't happen? Um, no, he just, like, slept on the couch, I think. Wait, but were you, why were you in his bed and drunk? What was going I needed a bed. <laughs> but did you go to his place with went, the intention? No. Okay. I went to his place with the intention of getting drunk. And okay. Having like a fun time, of course, with my high a, school a friends. A fun platonic time. Yeah, with no, with no one. With <laughs> no <laughs> one. <laughs> myself. You revealed that this was like a hotel base situation where everyone was in your mind. <laughs> Shining. Fun the shine time with no one. The shine. The shine. Am I, is that wrong? You're thinking of like murdering people. In no, the shower. no. Didn't he? His mom was a fake. His mom, was, no, his mom was a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that you're partying with skeletons, right? This... We're learning a lot about Jacob here. You see corpses as fake people? Yeah, they never existed. <laughs> you know what? That's not real. What? Just uh, I'm supposed to believe this skeleton used to have skin? <laughs> Where'd the skin go? <laughs> Some kind of skin fairy took it. <laughs> skin fairy. That sounds like the creepiest monster, the skin fairy. You're right. That sounds like oh a monster of like a German fairy tale. No, like, totally. Yeah. Be good or the skin fairy will come. Uh, it's like it's like a beautiful it has a, it has like a really angelic face, but yeah. like when it smiles, its teeth are rotted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, the smile goes way too like it's a slow smile and it slowly gets way too big. Like yeah. travels up the side of the face. It's we just, just created a new villain! <laughs> Uh, Back to Batman. Yeah. Uh, so wait, hold on. So I'm still confused about this this old boyfriend. So somebody oh. asked you if you were going. No. So they were like, um, it was like, it was like, this is like, this is a guy I went out with for two weeks. Mind oh, you, okay. this is my prom date. This wasn't like a serious. Oh. This is not. A, this is nothing serious whatsoever. Okay. And so people were like, Are you gonna hook up with him? Are you gonna hook up with him? Or and I'm like, No, I want to. Did you ever hook up with him? Like, even when you were at two weeks, that's like, in high school, that's nothing. It was more like four weeks, okay. actually, but, no, it was really stupid, because, like, he, like, he broke up with me right before senior week, and I was just, like, annoyed by that, because then the whole senior week became about our breakup. What is senior week? Senior week is, like, was, like, at my high school, was, like, we'd have, like, a week before we graduated, we would just, like... Like it's the week before graduation, you know. This is okay. and it's, it's it's what it is. It's like it's the week before graduation. You yeah. know, we're seniors for one more week. Let's remember that now. And yeah, like people dress up or like 
Did you get out early or we something? We do like she a senior, like, yeah, there's like a senior skip day, senior prank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone is, I, I was talking about this with someone recently about how, like, the idea of, like, every time somebody breaks up with someone, they're always like, oh, I can't believe they broke up with me right before St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> like, there's, has there ever been a breakup like, you know what? He chose a good time. <laughs> can't believe he broke up right before his senior week. Yeah. But we were all these parties we were supposed to be going to together, yeah. and that didn't happen. Call my parents, asking permission for not my hands. <laughs> Could I not have your daughter's hand? I just don't want it anymore. He Please timed, let me get rid of your daughter's hand. He timed it out. It was like equidistant from Valentine's Day and my birthday. It was, I was in a comfortable place. I was ready for a breakup. Whatever Everyone got the right amount of gifts. We yeah. were even. We yeah. were even. I didn't know him gifts. He didn't know me gifts. This was good. Yeah. This <laughs> is the perfect breakup. That's mathematically, I did the math. I had a girlfriend in high school who uh, I broke up with, uh, and she, like, she knew we were gonna break. I was gonna break up with her. There was and, an expiration date. Uh, I think we just been. I was not just like, expired. I was not subtle about the fact that like I, I was just I was trying to my idea of like letting her down was just be like a huge dick to her and like ignore her oh, and like God. yeah and like I'm like no then she'll like be expecting it and it will be better and so it's horrible yeah that's, I'm sorry that's, yeah, yeah, it was, it's like my worst it's like our worst nightmare yeah yeah, yeah. but then uh, she got like. She knew that we were going to break up, and then she got, like, kind yeah, of drunk. Yeah, he's such a dick to me. Yeah, like... and she got kind of drunk, and then I broke up with her, and then her, her friend the next day was like, I heard you broke up with Hillary. Well, she was drunk. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah? I mean, she showed up drunk, and I was going to break up with her already, so it's like, well, I don't think that was appropriate to do that while well, she was drunk. I, I, I don't... Names in this story have been changed. <laughs> <laughs> or they've not. They've not. <laughs> It was just such a weird, I don't, what does that matter? She was drunk. People are just going to be mad yeah. Maybe she that forgot. anyone broke up with anyone. Maybe she yeah. forgot? What if she, for, what if she was so blackout, she forgot you broke up? <laughs> she wasn't blackout drunk. She just She's like a little day with chocolates, like, hey, hey it's, your, it's like, your birthday. It was a great conversation <laughs> last night. <laughs> I feel like we got somewhere. Yeah. We're stronger now. Yeah. <laughs> What's your worst breakup, Jacob? Oh, man. Uh, I've only had a couple. So, I mean, the worst one, <laughs> I've really, I've not had that many breakups. But, uh, None of us have had that many. I've had 40 breakups. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many breakups does a person have? The the worst one took, like, four tries. Oh, shit. Is, it was one of those where it was like, we're breaking up. No, we're not. We're breaking up. No, we're not. It was just a very drawn out, like, elongated, painful experience. Yeah. And then eventually, I was just like, I, and also, don't text me anymore. I'm not. It's not a good idea for either of us. Yeah. And that's where it's not funny. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Batman. I wasn't wearing costume. She wasn't wearing costume. That would be great if you were wearing a costume. I lied. I was wearing. Costume. <laughs> <laughs> would that make a relation a breakup better or worse if they showed up wearing costume? I think it'd make them feel better about leaving a crazy person. Yeah, they're like, I loved him, but he was clearly showing signs of schizophrenia. <laughs> I so think that'd I make it better. It's maybe better. I, I feel know. like that'd make it like you know what? 
this was a good decision. Uh, it's, it's a good decision by him yeah. to get out of here. Because I was also going to leave after he showed up wearing that suit. Or maybe it would make it worse in that they'd be like, he was wearing a costume and he was still the one that I should have been the one to break up with him. I think you give, I think that's nice though. Because then they're like, well, fuck him. You know what I mean? You uh-huh. give them, it's not like, I'm, oh, I'm hurt. It's like, I, oh, God, I should have cut this off. Or, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it makes them feel like they're, they're, the right thing happened. Kind of costume. Like a superhero uh, costume. Like, all right, I'm wearing, a, I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing a diaper. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and thigh-high socks. Okay. With all, with I'm leather. Sorry, with by the six, way. Let's put this in the context. Foot six inches. That's not a joke. Six, six. Are you six six? Yeah, I swear to God. Damn. Yeah, uh, leather boots up to the knee and thigh high socks come up just like three inches past like, that. Like and a it, sexy baby. No, no, <laughs> no. That's gross. No, that's no, that's no. gross, Danny. But I get why you would think that. Um, <laughs> like a thong uh, diaper. Yeah, like a red one red stripe and two blue stripes uh-huh. on the socks. Now the top half, uh, you know, like Raiders fans. How they wear like football pads with spikes on them? Oh, I know football. Yeah, I I know football. So that's why I'm doing a Batman podcast. <laughs> I, I got that. And on the top, here's where we wrap it in the podcast: Joker makeup. Oh. I'm wearing Joker makeup. <laughs> I got thigh high or sorry, excuse me, knee high leather boots, hmm. thigh high socks, diaper, Raiders football gear. Joker makeup. Then I, bre- then I break up with my girlfriend. Here's the risk with a gosh from that extreme. Is she extreme. Might not, do you think that's extreme? She might not take you seriously. She might be like, he's not mentally well. He's not confident of breaking up with somebody. I need to be here for him. Oh man, what a. I would have been breaking up with an amazing woman. For her to be like, I need to be here for him. When I pull that shit, <laughs> that is, that's some inexcusable, like, write it on my gravestone-ass shit. I, I'd never break up with a woman that would stand with me through my diaper, diaper leather shoes, thigh highs, Joker makeup, Raiders pads. But there's, like, shit. a certain level of, like, if someone says, like, they have cancer, you can't break up with them right then. If someone had, like, said a, anything about cancer, like, <laughs> there's like a yeah. mental health thing going on. I think you, you can could be suspiciously afraid I would murder you if I showed up wearing those things. Okay, that that's could be true. for your for your own safety. Yeah. He's I, wearing those things. I I am. <laughs> we should have talked about that earlier in the podcast. I'm breaking up with you, Danny. <laughs> I feel like my my ex uh, uh, had a, a an episode. She ended up in like a mental hospital briefly. Like, I could not have, like, broken up with her while she was in the mental hospital, even if I True. wanted to. That would have been, like, the shittiest thing to do. I mean, I think, like, the, like she just needs, I mean, she, she can't, you can't have that conversation then. Yeah, exactly. She just if Jacob well, is yeah. wearing knee-high socks and a diaper and Joker makeup, he can't. But, but I'm saying I break Ill. up with you. I'm saying I, I'm done with you, Danny. Joker makeup, Raiders. Diaper, thigh highs, boots. Okay, I'm I'm leaving you, Danny. While I'm wearing all this but shit, I'm not sure I you're can not breaking up with seriously. me. I don't know if I can take it seriously. When you're... I would leave the state and consider leaving the country <laughs> if someone broke up with me wearing the shit I just said. Y'all are too nice. Y'all are way too nice. Fear for your safety. For Jessica, what's the best way to break up with you? 
if someone wanted to break up with oh you. Oh my how god, no, I'm not sending out. I'm not. I'm not giving <laughs> out like a, a list of instructions. Okay. I'm not laying that out. All right, flip it. What's the worst way someone's broken up with you? Oh, I think the worst breakup I ever had was with a relationship that never existed. Like, it was, you know, those relationships. This know, those... was your relationship with Batman. That you, weren't the, <laughs> that you weren't on the same page, like, kind well, of Well, like, thing. it's just like an unrequited love kind of thing. Okay. You know? And I guess, like, I don't know, expe- yeah, yeah, like, it, it, like, long, yeah, I think that's, that's been, like, the worst, was, like, hey, I have feelings for you, and then, like, no, just, just no response. Oh. Just, like, oh, gross. <laughs> that was not said. That was implied. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I had something like that one time where I was really into this girl and we were really close friends. And then uh, she was seeing somebody, though. And then she ended up breaking up with this guy. And we never actually did anything, but we were flirting a lot. We said that we were into each other. And then initially she was like, um, there's this whole thing where she tried to make out with me and all this, it didn't end up happening. And then she just kind of said, like, um, you know, I'm still getting over this guy, I think maybe we should just, I just want to be single for a while. Uh, and I was like, not sure what that meant. And I took that as like, <laughs> like a very literal, like, uh, in like six months, she's not going to see anyone at all. And then in six months we'll get together. And that was not what she meant. <laughs> and she started dating somebody else like a week later. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's, love hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Batman. <laughs> During a party at Wayne Manor, Bruce confronts Arthur about his Batman stance. Arthur counters with some remarks about Bruce's love life and mentions the name of one woman. Oh yeah, from hold Bru- on. Love. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Andrea just throws some throws her drink in Bruce's face. That's not her. There's a different woman. No. Oh, it was a different redhead. She was redheaded though, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's very... Oh, Jesus Christ, that was misleading. I wasn't so <laughs> sure what Andrea looks like. It was pretty, I'd seen Andrea... The the whole movie. I'd seen Andrea, like, once or twice, and I was like, that's the redhead from the plane, right? The Chuck... Okay, never mind. Every animated redhead looks the same. Jessica Rabbit. I guess. <laughs> Poison I, Ivy. Poison Ivy. Oh, There's also a great Ivy. moment in the scene... Where uh, Bruce is just standing there, and all these women are just kind of clinging to him, and they're they're talking to him about commitment. And this black, I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this black woman says, "Never say the M word around Bruce," meaning marriage. I totally thought she said the N word. <laughs> she said, "Never say the M word when Bruce it makes him uncomfortable." <laughs> weird thing like, to say. she's okay with it though. Yeah. She's like, you can say it around me. I don't care. Not but Bruce. this rich ass white guy yeah. will not stand for it. He is a vigilante, yeah. crime fighting Bernie Sanders socialist machine. Not socialist. Okay, is he? Is, let's. We need to dedicate one podcast of. Doing the research on whether or not Batman is a socialist. We're going to be researching what, while we do What the is podcast. Batman's political alignment? I think he's a fascist. I think he wants to be in control of He's everything. an anarchist. Mm, there's something that's yeah. totally opposite takes on this character. I like because he could use his money to control the police. We've yeah. seen that the police are controllable. He could he could enact his own police state, but he chooses not to. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
The movie. <laughs> well, this will go back to some th- themes we'll talk about more towards the end of this. Like love. <laughs> like love. And, and why Batman does what he does. But I also want to talk about this. Uh, when Arthur confronts, or Batman, Bruce confronts Arthur, and Arthur says, um, he talks about Bruce's love life. He's, he's basically, he's the biggest piece of shit in this movie. Where in this moment, where he's just like, uh, you know, you're always, uh, you're never committed to any one woman. What happened with that uh, that one woman you were actually into? That fell apart, didn't it? Like the life deeper. Yeah, yeah. Twisting it. Remember the one that woman you proposed to that you yeah. tried to dedicate your life to. Remember how that didn't work out? Yeah. Hey, you're a you're a broken shallow man suffering from uh, post traumatic stress disorder from the uh, death of his parents right in front of him, who's only ever managed to love one woman. That fell apart, didn't it? Uh, why, why did that fall apart? That didn't quite work out. Yeah. Bummer for you, huh? Yeah. Well, you wanna <laughs> wanna talk about why that didn't work out? Vote for me. Next election. <laughs> What a piece of shit. It proves that lightning does not strike twice. Very bad politician, though. Yeah. You don't insult a billionaire (laughs) when you're running for a local election. (laughs) That motherfucker's got run ads. That dude just, he made fun of my dead parents. That's all he said. He just looked at the camera. He made fun of my dead parents. (laughs) And my broken soul. He's a dick. That guy's a dick. And I can say dick because I can afford the fines. And And it's my son's name. It's my son, my son, my adopted son, Dick. my son, Dick, <laughs> my, my son, Dick Wayne. <laughs> Come here, little little Dick. <laughs> my little Dick. Oh, you're, oh, you're finally getting your hair in, little Dick. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, good little boy. <laughs> that turned from a double innuendo to a single. <laughs> you're finally getting your hair in. You know when you go through puberty, you start growing <laughs> hair on the top of your head. Babies grow hair too. Someone born with hair. Yeah, that's true. And those babies are weird. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin had a mustache. Oh, that's I remember great. seeing the picture. Like, it's amazing. It's a new cousin, and it's like this little Guido with this little <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Is it a boy or a girl? Like, or like Mario? A, a boy. <laughs> like a boy or girl? Mario. Uh, wait. You know, yeah, Ike. Ike's a boy. Yeah. No, you yeah. just laughed over my joke. I'm sorry. It's okay. Say? I said, is it a boy or a girl or a Mario? Mario. His name's, uh, yeah, Mario. <laughs> it could Mario. be a Wario. It could be a Wario. Luigi. <laughs> there's, a, there's another one. He has I the think. same mustache. Like, that mustache they didn't go do. away. He just grew up with it. <laughs> Wait, so all of his childhood, he had a mustache? He's yeah. like a big old one. They're like, he'll grow into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full, like, broom mustache like hey it looks ridiculous on him now because it's a full foot wider than her, than his face but when he's 50 when he's 50 appropriate. oh boy when he's a porn star in the 70s <laughs> time, time is a flat circle okay I would cast him as a Johnny Depp impersonator <laughs> like an 8 year old Johnny Depp like impersonator like an 8 well now he's like he's in college now oh, okay. but he looks like, you know, the, have you seen the Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie? Yeah. Remember how there's that Johnny Depp impersonator? Yeah. He looks a little like that. The first five minutes of that movie, the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, Diamond Jim. Bonjour. Bonjour, Diamond Jim. Bonjour. <laughs> Based movie. on the poem, Bonjour, Diamond Jim. <laughs> 
Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, <laughs> That's why I said nothing. I was, just like, I was just like, I'm gonna ride this out. Maybe they'll run out of steam before they ask me anything. <laughs> Have you? Do you like Tim and Eric? Do you know Tim and Eric? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do. I just okay. haven't seen the movie. It's good. It's great. Bruce confronts the portrait of his parents, flashing back to his memory of meeting Andrea in the graveyard when they both visited dead relatives. Andrea with her mother, Bruce with her parents. They both talk about how they miss their families, and Bruce slyly mentions that he made a vow to his parents upon their death, and that so far he's kept it. She asks him something weird as fuck when she gets into the car before she pulls away. She She's like, uh, like, what? why don't you let go of your parents or some shit like that? She's like, what? Why would you ask something like that? She's like, mother was asking. And she pulls out. And he's like, I would love to date that that schizophrenic woman. (laughs) (laughs) I just want... He just talks to her dead mother. Truly, it seemed... Because she... Her explanation made sense. She was like, when I I speak out loud, like, I can imagine what my mother would say. Yeah, it's heartwarming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. But then she gets in her car... After asking him a question directly, nowhere near the grave. Right. And she's like, Mother asked that. I'm like, This is. That's not okay. That's not, <laughs> I'm not I okay with this. A gr- I would never. A, a girl asked me that, I wouldn't call her. <laughs> for sure. But for, for Bruce Wayne, like, such a defining part of his character is his obsession with his parents' death. Sure. To have someone be his romantic match, they have to have something going on with their parents. To really relate to him and be on the same level. Okay. You don't yeah. think so? I would. T- I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense. It, it, I think it makes, she's got daddy issues. She's got real daddy issues. I think. Out. I think that's like saying this guy is a rotting drunk. <laughs> he needs himself a whiskey fiend. <laughs> Get him another drunk ass fool. F. Scott so and Ella Fitzgerald. Can... Zelda Fitzgerald. F. Scott and Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> That perfect match. Oh, a good yeah. You know that famous couple, Ella Fitzgerald? <laughs> but I think he needs a therapist yeah. and a nice girl. <laughs> like a nice, someone who loves him and he loves her and like they go to brunch. And don't talk about dead parents at all. The therapist talks about dead parents with him. I think in Batman Forever, he dates a therapist. I think. Good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Cut out the middleman and date the therapist. Get it all in one. Get it out of the way. She can make her own money. Yeah. Uh, So getting back to the the movie, the, the night after meeting Andrea... Bruce goes out crime-fighting for the first time in his life. Decked out in a simple ski mask and street clothes, he confronts a group of thieves. Batman's able to fend them off, but the thieves do not treat him as a serious threat. I love that he still had a utility belt, even though it was just like in a ski mask. He did have a... Yeah. 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 He had like spike balls and like ninja stars and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, not... There's no bat. It was just like a... Like a Target sweater. Yeah. He was wearing... (laughs) Yeah, just like a sweater and a ski mask and a utility belt. It, it looked like a hat he cut holes in. It wasn't even like he bought a ski mask. It looks like he bought a, like, this hat's one size too big. He pulled it down and cut I like some in that shit later scene when he's in that Brooks Brothers sweater fighting off those punks. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like the prep. It was like, he looked like the bad guy in every 80s movie. 
he was, but he was saving some stranger that doesn't even say thank you. They never show him again once he gets robbed. Right. But, yeah. He's just going to... Uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, so, the next morning, after bandaging his wounds, Bruce exercises while talking to Alfred. Bruce thinks he failed to keep control. Exercises. He's doing karate kicks. In, yeah. In, He's doing in the yard. I didn't write this down. No joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> That's but the he is yeah. literally wearing like a like a karate gi, yeah, like the white with the black belt, and he's wearing bandages on his forehead and hand, and he's yeah. just doing kicks. And Alfred comes out with lemonade, <laughs> like, "What's up, yo? I see you're doing karate." It's hard not to look dumb as a white guy in a karate gi. It's hard not to look dumb doing karate at all. Yeah. I thought those were the most badass things when I was a kid. You think? I thought I was like kids, I thought that yeah, was like sure. that was like a yeah that was like a sign of badassery. I'm like yeah. oh that kid's coming like being in the pizza shop <laughs> from because I'm from the fifties and <laughs> <laughs> some kid walks in with a karate outfit on and you're like oh my god that kid just kicked someone's ass. Like, hey hey sir can I use your phone? You're like, that kid could whip ass. <laughs> oh, that's my mom, sir. He's a badass right there. It's a yellow belt. Yeah. <laughs> I remember taking karate lessons as a kid. I quit after like two weeks. But I was like so concerned that they were going to like make me punch through bricks. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> but I certain my fists aren't strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to kill me. It's going to yeah. kill me. I remember telling my dad, like, Dad, could you... Could you tell him I'm not allowed to punch bricks? <laughs> I told him I'm allergic. Yeah, I told him yeah. I'm allergic to construction. <laughs> tell them that you won't let me do this. I need it in writing. Yeah. I actually had my dad do that for me with um because I hate balloons. <laughs> what? I fucking hate balloons. I hate the popping noise. So I went to circus camp, and one day what? it was like <laughs> what you wrong place. Wrong place to go. My, my parents sent me to circus camp. What is circus camp? <laughs> You're gonna learn to be an elephant, okay? <laughs> you love peanuts. I know you love shitting outside. This is, you insist that I shovel every turd you lay. This is good circus camp. Were you learning to be a clown or an acrobat? There, cl- there was clowning. Okay. There was some clowning in there. Like I was good at the double sticks thing, where there's you've got two sticks, and then you try to keep one stick in the middle between the two of them. Okay. That's my. That's the extent of my. I I can't juggle. Okay. I couldn't even go two feet on a unicycle. Okay. And so one day it was like today we're gonna do balloon animals, and I was like hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna participate. Throw me off the trapeze again. So, <laughs> Give me away from those. Boards. I think I actually like threw myself off the like one of the one of like the, the tightrope thing yes. just to like sprain my ankle or something. Oh, so sure. it wouldn't make me do anything. Oh, like oh god, I hate it there. Because I'm just I just wasn't athletic. This is the worst place for someone who's you can go pretty much anywhere and not deal with the fear of balloons. This is like the one place. It was, yeah, that's not, that's one of the reasons why it was torturous, but, um, What are yeah. the other reasons? Just, I'm just, like I said, I'm just not, I'm not, like, I was not an athletic kid. Okay. I was a very, like... Wait, all those athletes at circus camp. Some were great! Some were really good! Some were really trapeze and some were gymnasts. Uh, I was okay, in, like, okay. I was that's also, fair. I was also, like, the oldest kid in the youngest kids group. Uh, I, and uh, that's, like, uh, that's, not that's oh, God. And then there was, like, the older kids that were my age, but they were in, like, they were, like, experienced clowners. And... <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. Fuck that. 
Wait, not experienced clowns, experienced clowners? <laughs> the fuck up, that's funny. They were like, they were like to this camp in years for like, a, they were like recurring guests. They were born here. They, a balloon <laughs> they popped were... and they fell out. You're not half the clown. You adapted to the clown. I was born in it. I popped out of a balloon and landed on a unicycle. You just adopted the clown. I was born into the circus. That's very experienced clowners. <laughs> I had no idea there was a circus camp. Certified for CPR and shorter than that. They're <laughs> <laughs> teaching you how to ride a one-wheeled bicycle. <laughs> is, is there a doctor here? No, but I could ride a bike that's broken. <laughs> I could ride a broken bicycle if necessary, sir. So did you go into circus camp? Did you have any idea there were going to be balloons? I like, didn't think about it! Because <laughs> <laughs> on the first day there, there's a big sign that says, Welcome to circus camp made out of balloons! <laughs> oh, no! Just like the kid in the car behind you just whipped a dart at it. <laughs> boom, like, confetti flies out. You're like, that's the first clown! <laughs> Dreading the clown, the balloon animal day. Yeah, so I had my dad write a note saying that <laughs> I didn't want to be a part of it, but I wanted no part of it. <laughs> I was just like, I remember the note because this has caused me such anxiety. And I, he was like, "Dear Shano was the name. This guy's name was Shano. First yeah. of all, who's a professional clown here in the camp? He's like." <laughs> Professional Dear. clown is just like it's experienced it's homeless. <laughs> he has a car that he holds his balloons in. It's a tiny one. <laughs> there so many men are in there. Yeah. What was it? So, so the note was like something like, "Dear Shano, <laughs> come." My daughter Francesca is um like does not like balloons or something. Yeah. Could, do you mind? Do you think she could opt out? Like opt out was the phrasing he had used for for that for that for the that afternoon exercise or whatever. I like when he tr he acted like he was writing to a dean, <laughs> yes. but it was just a dude with some makeup on who was like really good at not falling. Right, <laughs> it's true. He was wearing stilts the first day. Yeah, and he was just, I could not fall on many things. <laughs> I could not fall on a rope that's very high. I, I could not fall, fall on a bad wheel. bike. Yeah. I could, I, there, well, there were balls I, you could stand on. Sticks, I can stand. <laughs> really good at not falling. No, uh, like something fell. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, not a good clowner. I, I never claimed to be a good clown. Jacob would never make first clown. I claimed to be pro-costumed man murdering. <laughs> I never claimed and to be good at not falling. Pro-costume breaking up. That's all me. 
Yes, all that's true. Uh, the next morning after benching his wounds, <laughs> Batman exercises or does karate in the in the garden while talking with Alfred. Batman thinks he failed to keep control of the situation because the criminals weren't afraid of him. Andrea arrives to speak with Bruce, and before long, the two uh, have begun a romantic relationship. They karate each other. Yeah, there's like karate he's flirting. Like doing, like he's kicking the air, and she just out of nowhere throws him down. Yeah. She like throws him over her shoulder. Yeah. And I'm like, it's cool that you can do that, but it's weird that you just do that to someone when they're not at all looking at you even. Yeah. And then he get, and then he's laying down, he knocks her over. It's and the then they're like, me we cute. can knock each other over. Yeah. <laughs> we have that in common. Yeah. And they just start making and out. And dead parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dead, dead parents and we can knock each other over. That's it's, two out of my three marriage checklist. It's that classic scene. It's like in You Got Mail when they're in the boxing ring. And <laughs> Tom Hanks just sucker punches. The fuck? Yeah, whoever the woman was not <laughs> Richard Gere picks up Julia Roberts and then fucks her and brutally murders her. (laughs) I forgot how dark that movie was. Yeah, Gary Marshall, jeez. Director of Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Arbor Day, Celebrity Prom, (laughs) Monday, Tuesday. Alfred walks out with, like, a tray of lemonade again and sees them making out, and he's just like, Ugh, Batman. <laughs> and he turns around and goes back inside. Not the first time Alfred is or the last time that he will catch a, a sexual act <laughs> and just kind of, Ugh. I think that, that scene came a little late, but I, he, it was so perfect. He just walks into them making out. He says, oh, and he just turns around. Just, he just nailed it to me. I love the Alfred being... It's really like, oh, good. No, okay. Uh, Wayne Goobers. Also, I, it's amazing how horny people with dead parents are. <laughs> They're way hornier than right. people with parents. Probably because people with parents know the parents fuck. Both your parents are alive, which is why yeah. you are still a virgin to this day. That's true. You have just no interest. That's Yeah, I'm just like, my parents fuck, so why would I need right. to? Yeah. That's I don't, we don't need multiple generations exactly. fucking. What do you know when they die and I'm like sixty five or something? Yeah, then, then I'll begin. You'll start. Well, then I'll lose my watching porn, <laughs> figuring out what the whole deal is. <laughs> you know what's going on here. I'm gesturing at my own crotch. <laughs> I've not taken off my underwear since. You still wear the diaper, t- but yeah, it's not a diaper anymore. It's hardened into like a <laughs> mummy esque. Cast wrapping, yeah, it's like paper mache. It's very hard. It smells Made with a balloon. Oh, oh my god! All your friends have signed this cast. They've all signed it. It's black. It's entirely yeah. black from all of the signatures. <laughs> Just it's really. Don't ask me more. It's oh boy. What do you think of the, this idea of, of Bruce's that the people weren't afraid of him, and so he needs to do something? That that feels like ambitious to me that he just showed up for the first time right they should be afraid of him already they have no idea who this guy is he's had no chance to create a reputation plus he doesn't look scary i mean look he's got a guy with a ski mask that's enough to scare but criminals i guess that have guns you know and there's a few of them 
like, I think he just should have thrown shit at him first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, like, pick up, like, a, the biggest rock he can find. Just, oh, like, so not, he was throwing shurikens. You're saying just go to rocks. I'm saying, like, go, yeah, exactly. No, he, he revealed himself. Uh-huh. And then threw a shuriken after they pulled guns. I'm saying you start throwing rocks before they even know you're there. Start with rocks. Yeah. Then reveal, then shuriken. Yes. That's your... Yes. Okay. If you hit one guy really hard with a rock... The other guys are gonna be like, I don't like rocks. <laughs> That's. Do you I'm think like, instead of Batman, should be more like Caveman? I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, requires a much less uh, fucking fancy costume. We're like an hour into this. We barely started this movie. <laughs> this is so like many tangents. Ten minutes into this movie. <laughs> Another Gotham crime lord, Buzz Bronski, visits the grave of Chucky Saul and he hears the mysterious voice repeating, Your angel of death awaits. The phantasm comes for Bronski. Phantasm kills Bronski by pushing him into a, uh, a grave and a huge stone angel is pushed on top of him. Another instance of them needing to get creative with deaths because they couldn't show like a neck getting slashed or whatever. Like, yeah. They needed to do like a... Yeah, the phant- we should talk about what the phantasm looks like. It, it's uh, a... It looks like Casey Kasem with a hood on. What does Casey Kasem look like? Like in Ninja Turtles with the hockey mask. Oh, you know oh I mean? Casey Jones. Casey Jones, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Casey Kasem. <laughs> the radio guy. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was trying to picture Casey Kasem. Oh, yeah, you're right. Is Casey Kasem dressed like... Like the Grim Reaper? He, he does, actually. That reference was spot on. You guys just don't know Casey Kasem well enough. <laughs> he looks kind of like the Grim Reaper, but like a, more like a hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got like a, like a scythe kind of thing on his right hand. Yeah, like a like a captain's hook, but it's a scythe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the phantasm pushes him into this grave, pushes a stone angel on top of him, and then the bodyguards see a cape figure walking away from the scene and assume it to be the Batman. Anyone wearing a cape? Cape. He doesn't even have the points. It's like these people are lazy. <laughs> the point. That's the definitive. Right, it's just it's a true. shade of anyone. Yeah. Looks like shoulders and a head that's round. Not and Batman. Not Batman. They they're like every shadow is Batman. <laughs> they don't the points. That's the obvious. But to be fair, how many people are running around in a cape? It's not obvious that they're wearing a cape, though. The, the no. dude's, like, walking over the hill. You can just kind of see shoulders and, like, there's a head. Very broad shoulders. And they're like, it's dark out. <laughs> probably Batman. <laughs> as he's out Who at else night. would be out right? at this hour? It's late. I'm tired. Ah, fuck. Let's get Batman. Let's go home. Elderly crime boss, Salvatore Velestra. Re- played by Abe Vigoda. Like STD. Oh, wait. Is this... Oh. Velestra. Did you notice before... Before he goes to fight that first group of people, the building he lands on just says Big Hat. <laughs> I didn't see on that. It. Oh, it's, I saw that. It's, like, a, it's a hat factory. It's a big-ass sign. It was like it was something like people railing against the government. Like, Big Pharma. <laughs> big Hat. But they just named it Big Hat. It's on a giant top hat. Yeah, like they're, <laughs> just build, they're just making top hats. I was like, that's A-plus, guy. Man, the government's in the in the pocket of Big Hat. Oh, what? Where'd small hats go? 
Remember back when America was great and we used to have small hats? All these anti-headband laws. <laughs> Congress is in the pocket of big hat. Oh, big hat. <laughs> That's all. That's very minor. Elderly crime boss Salvatore Blester, played by Abe Vigoda, uh, Abe Vigoda, reads the obituary of Buzz Bronski in the news story about Batman being thought to be responsible for the crime. Uh, Arthur is now more fanatical than ever in his crusade against Batman. Commissioner Gordon vehemently refuses to participate, so Harvey Bullock, Sergeant Harvey Bullock, eagerly steps up. After Batman collects the evidence of the scene of the Buzz Bronski's murder, he takes a brief moment to reflect at the graveside of his parents. Andrea Beaumont is also in, in the graveyard. In his bat suit. In his bat costume. Which I would recommend he not stand in front of his parents' grave with his last name on it. Because <laughs> you see what happens next. I would recommend yeah. he not do that because exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> That seems like common sense to me. She spots a figure at the Wayne's graves and automatically assumes that it's Bruce. That feels like a leap to me just because Batman happens to be near the Wayne's grave. It must be Bruce. Fair. But also, just in, even not her finding him, like, I think other people would be like, he's mourning the Waynes. You know what I mean? Like, Batman is connected in some, even if it's not his kid or whatever, but, I mean, they'd <laughs> be like, that, you know, you ever notice how Bruce has, like, an NFL linebacker's shoulders, <laughs> and also the Batman is insanely big? <laughs> Maybe we could connect, like... Don't go to the grave in your suit, man. And just fucking go later. Chill out. You've been mourning your parents for like 30 years now. <laughs> you think you should just be over it save at this it, point? No. Save it for the daytime. It's <laughs> with some flowers. He didn't even have flowers to get me. It was just like, uh, just wave. <laughs> hey, grave. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Yeah. Still dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a while, yeah. <laughs> for a little while more. Mm-hmm. Andrea has dinner with Councilman Reeves, her mind distracted from what she saw last night. Batman observes her on stakeout. This triggers another flashback. Batman takes Andrea to the Gotham World Fair, observing several prototype inventions, including a distinctive-looking car that looks very similar to the Batmobile. Andrea invites Bruce to come and meet her father, and he agrees. Bruce voices his discomfort to Alfred. Her, his relationship and Andrea wasn't something he planned on. It never is, is it, boys? <laughs> Sorry. I never planned on dating Andrea specifically. <laughs> Other people, I, I planned on dating someone. Yeah. At some point. He had a very specific life plan. He was going to date this other woman. And I remember when I was a kid, I was so certain. It wasn't even like I had like a crush on them. I just had like, it was just felt obvious in my mind. Like, well, obviously I'm going to end up marrying one of the Olsen twins. <laughs> that's what's gonna it's like me and Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> it's gonna happen that's, mom... I guess we're in competition because <laughs> I also like to marry Daniel Radcliffe they're you only look more alike that's why I think we'd be good together <laughs> I just saw <laughs> I just saw Swiss Army Man have you guys seen it's so that? Good. It's so I have good not. I really like it's, it what's it about it's about this guy who's gonna kill himself, and he's oh, on like, a desert island. Oh! And Daniel Radcliffe's body washes up on shore, and he like uses Daniel Radcliffe's body to just do all kinds of things, and like store water and like cut through ropes. And Dan- fascinating. Daniel Radcliffe's body starts talking to him, and like they teach each other about love, 
and there's it's I've never cried at a movie that had so many fart jokes. It is was, there is an insane amount. He surfs across the ocean on Daniel Radcliffe's fart body. Yeah. There's a lot I have of to farts. See this film. It's really good. It's I really, really like good. the movie. It's really fun. It's really good. I like it a lot. It it's we didn't need to bring that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. But for the listeners, yes, I was very hard. <laughs> for the listeners, I was aroused. You should watch the movie and remember that I during the movie that you're watching at that point was aroused. <laughs> he didn't want to bring it. Rock hard. I didn't want to bring it. Please, it's uncomfortable for me to talk about this, but I was very horny watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruce and Andrea greet Carl Beaumont, who just finished. Who's just finishing business with Arthur Reeves, and the meeting is interrupted by Valestra, who wants to speak with Carl. Both both Bruce and Andrea are suspicious of Valestra. So there's a lot of names here. Just to summarize. A uh, bunch of gangsters meeting with Andrea's father. Yeah. That's really what this comes down to. I mean, Batman was like hanging out on, he was just getting rained on outside while he was watching uh, Andrea and the councilman go on their date. Yeah. And like, I don't know why, as the Batman, you can't just bring an umbrella. <laughs> There's, no matter how good you are at karate, it's like a bummer to be damp. <laughs> it's hard to brew with an umbrella. You're just. Yeah, but it's also hard to brew when you're like, I'm cold, I want to go home. <laughs> I'm wet. Oh, I need to change clothes. <laughs> That's, isn't it worse to have to change clothes than to have an umbrella? I don't know. You see like a sexy vampire with an umbrella. That never, like Angel from Angel never just carries around an umbrella. But Batman isn't a vampire, okay? He has real people clothes and he will die someday. <laughs> okay. He could die of pneumonia. Of he needs to yeah. take care of himself. Vampires have very tough skin, I guess, or whatever, because well, like only forever. specific things can kill them, right? I guess Batman has people skin <laughs> that gets cold and damp, and I mean his his stuff's not bulletproof. Maybe he's got a like a swim jacket. I don't know. We've got a recurring segment on this podcast called Chelsea or Wallace's Animal Corner. You want to start Jacob's Medical Hour? I would like to talk about how people are cold and wet sometimes. You just give some medical advice every podcast. Don't be so cold and wet out there. You're going to catch your death, Batman. How are you going to catch your crook when you all got the flu and stuff? This has been Jacob's Medical Hour. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bruce spots a street merchant being robbed by a motorcycle gang. He goes after them, but his concerned friend Drea distracts him, and they get away. That, that night, Bruce tries to design a costume for himself, but he cannot continue. Bruce knows he can't complete the vow made by his parents with someone like Andrea in his life. Now, Bruce, I don't know what vow he was talking about. His vow to become Batman? His vigilantism. Right. Stop crime. But isn't that just like a general... He didn't make it to his... Like, his parents were dead. You know what I mean? He, his parents didn't say, like, stop crime... <laughs> And then they died. Like, <laughs> that wasn't... They didn't, like, grab his lapels. I think like, he, he probably swore, like, by his parents' grave or something. Sure. It just seems like he could figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I have a day job, and I try to do stand-up. <laughs> and I, and not I think the Batman can have sex and stop crime. Well, you How long do you fuck for? <laughs> <laughs> How much of your day does it take out of... How many to fuck? I'd say and like how cook many, a nice dinner. Like, like how a percentage? Much fuck? Yeah. <laughs> a percentage of my Yeah, dinner? and then also like you don't even need if you're Bruce Wayne, you don't even need to cook a nice dinner. You just need to tell Alfred to do it. <laughs> we saw in Legend of Zorro how that affected his marriage. Yeah. But this is Alfred Batman's better. For me. 
Batman's he goes to galas, you know, he has a social life. He's he's got his little stuff in there. He could have a yeah. I think that would take a huge toll on a relationship. You think he fucks for that long? He loves her. You think he fucks for that problem. long? Exactly. He would fuck for a long time. But is it long enough that it would ruin his crime fighting? If you knew Megan was going out every night, your girlfriend Megan was going out every night uh-huh. fighting crime and getting shot at. Wouldn't that take a toll on your relationship? I would worry about who would take the dog out in the morning. <laughs> that would be the only thing I would worry. You. Like, do I have to get up early now to let the dog out when I let the dog out late at night? Not that she was putting her life in danger. She's good at dodging bullets. <laughs> she's good. I've, she, she, I've shot at her real hard. hard <laughs> she's a hard woman to hit with a bullet. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, she's so, alive as far as I know. Yeah, as, as far as you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so. I met her once. She's a wonderful, beautiful she's, she's alive she's at that great. point. She looked, she looked like she'd make a great Bullet crime doctor. fighter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's she's strong and tall and good at fighting crime. She's really hot. <laughs> Those are the three things you look for in a crime fighter. That's what I look for in a crime fighter. Tall, also strong, spouse, good at fighting crime. She loves my dog, too. <laughs> so, I don't know if you're trying to, if this was an attempt at gotcha journalism, but I think I got you back. <laughs> I guess me, me one. Everyone else, <laughs> nothing is fuck. We should, uh, Megan, if you're if you're listening, and if you've been putting off dreams of being a crime fighter because you're concerned about Jacob, go don't, for it. Don't consider my feelings. <laughs> I, won't, I won't consider yours in my crime fighting endeavors as the Four Clan. <laughs> or the was that guy in Mystery Men who like threw forks? Blue Raja. Oh yeah, he threw silverware. Yeah. He threw the, the, the blue. He was, was, who played him? Oh my god, the um guy who voices Mo on The Simpsons. That was him. That was him. Yeah. That was him. Oh, yeah. Man, this Dan. Oh my god, what's his name? Um, Those are Hank, my fingers. Hank Aaron. Hank. Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hank Aaron is a baseball player. Ella <laughs> Fitzgerald. <laughs> Hank I had a friend in college who would um like pronounce celebrities' names like ever so slightly wrong. Hmm. So like. Jessica Beale became Jessica McBeal. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, like Killian Murphy from like that Irish actor. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah, Cecilia Murphy." You know. <laughs> I've got a boss who always says "supposedly," and it drives me insane. Supposedly. Supposedly. Supposedly, Danny. <laughs> Should find a way to, you know, like in in like dictionary.com or whatever. There's like a play this word option is like a is there like a office-wide pa <laughs> just like supposedly that'll be my last day the movie <laughs> <laughs> that night uh bruce designs a costume uh bruce goes to his parents gravesite to try and justify his feelings andrea meets him and they go home together when a, uh, when a police helicopter approaches the nearby roof Batman is brought out of his memory, uh, and he returns home. Next day, Councilman Reeves is approached by a gangster. Reeves confirms that Batman is uh, attacking their people. He, 
we are so far from the end of this movie. I he's, know. This is like the first 20 minutes. Yeah, he's in the back computer. <laughs> Batman confirms the two dead men were partners in a phony so dummy corporation. Into, you're basically hearing the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, and also our personal lives and like yeah. and <laughs> offshoots that aren't even related to our lives. Yeah. Circus camp failure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm skipping ahead a bit. Velestra goes to the abandoned World Fair, which is now a hideout for the Joker who greets him like an old friend. Valestra tells him that he thinks Batman is killing off members of the old gang, and Joker notes that it is uncharacteristic behavior for Batman, and he insists he's not a hired gun for the mob. Uh, Valestra reminds him that the vigilante is specifically targeting old associates, and it's only a matter of time before they go after the Joker. Andrea ends her date with Arthur and finds Batman in her room. That's creepy as fuck. And she's just... Her yeah. ex-boyfriend is just hanging out in her bedroom. Just, like, chilling. And he, like, grabs her wrist. Yeah. You know? Like, which she, like, pours a drink for herself or whatever. Yeah. And, like, tell me about your father. Like, <laughs> she's like, no. That's a weird demand for an ex-boyfriend to make. Right. Yeah. I probably should have been more weirded out by that. A <laughs> while, <laughs> you know, at, like, all the times I've watched this film, but... Oh, I thought you meant when your ex-boyfriend did that to you. Oh, no. Oh, when he uh, grabbed yeah, you and no, demanded oh. you tell him facts. He dressed up as Batman and yeah. grabbed your wrist. And when you just got drunk at his house, he just, just, he just grabbed you. And... <laughs> no, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is after that, when... Continue. And the, mer- the proposal was already... Is that later or before? <laughs> when did, yeah, they get, they get engaged. I forget... Um, when that happened that, because it's a flashback the, but, I think we skipped over that but yeah she, he proposes to her uh, she says yes and then later it shows like the ring is returned with a note that yeah. says like I it's sorry like I can't I'm too young yeah. um, can't do it that was leaving to Europe with my father one moment like that. Yeah. of this movie is so stupid is him reading the note where he's just, he doesn't read the whole thing he's just like can't marry me too young. Yeah. It is like two Europe. words yeah. like at a time. Yeah. It's like that's the most I can read at once yeah. from all my punching. Dick small. <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful though when he does propose to her and like she says yes and then one million bats fly out, yes. of, the, uh, out of the One earth million. You count To interrupt. It. Yes. <laughs> just, it's a cloud That's of them the and they reach bats. the sunset. Yeah. And it's like symbol. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, the phantasm comes to Valestra's apartment only to be found that Valestra has been given a lethal dose of Joker toxin. Joker watching from a hidden camera is shocked to see the killer isn't Batman. The Phantasm narrowly escapes a bomb set by Joker. Batman confronts the Phantasm on a rooftop, and a police helicopter confronts Batman. The Phantasm uses the chance to escape, and Batman hides out in a construction site, but is soon able to trick the police into attacking a phony target, losing his cape and cow in the process. That was a great moment, where he, he like shoots a grappling hook, but he like attaches it to like a sawhorse or something with his cape attached. And so smart. Firing. Yeah, it was so cool. Smart. smart. I like that Batman's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That's he, not something. He not, yeah, he's very smart. Yeah, that's not something that, that happens in a lot of the Batman either. movies we've watched. Yeah. And th- there's also a moment where he skipped through where he's confronting Andrea earlier and she asked something about, like, it, he, he knew that she said something to someone. And he asked, she asked if he bugged her phone and he said that he can read lips, which I, I like that this 
it's more of like a 40s style Batman. But that's he's not using like. All but this she technology. has a cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like more of an old school. He doesn't bug things. He just has all these skills. And he's yeah. trained. He's a detective. He's a detective. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. He's watching through windows and he's taking photos or whatever. Yeah. And he's a perv. He's, like, <laughs> he's like he's like a huge perv. He's like, but he's the best perv. And that's my favorite shoulders. part about that about Batman. I aspire to be like him. Yeah, I aspire to be the best perv. <laughs> right now, you're like a so-so perv. I'm like a fine perv. Yeah. You're above average. I, thank, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, that means a lot. She's pretty creeped out by you. Has <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a small love seat. <laughs> uh, Batman confronts that. Um, uh, so Batman escapes, and uh, Alfred bandages Bruce's wounds as he, uh, well, he talks to Andrea. She tells Bruce about what happened the night he proposed. A flashback reveals that Carl Bowman is begging for his life in front of Valestra's men. Andrea walks in, and her life is jeopardized too. Valestra gives Carl 24 hours to return the money that he embezzled, or Carl will die. Uh, Andrea imposes her father's actions and doesn't want to run, but Carl insists that he does not have the money and there's no hope for them in Gotham, so they have to flee. In the present, Andrea tells Bruce that her father is eventually able to pay off his debt, but Valestra's men considered it too little too late. Bruce thinks that the man in the phantasm costume is Carl, uh, Andrea's father, killing off all the gangsters to finally be free of his debt. Bruce and Andrea are obviously still in love, but Bruce states that he still has to stop the phantasm. Bruce looks at the photo from uh, Valestra again. He recognizes the features in one man, and after an alteration with red ink, confirms that Valestra's former bodyguard is actually the Joker. That's, yeah, he drew a mouth with crayon. That seemed like a big leap. <laughs> to pretty me. good. Like his eyes look right, or his nose face, is pointy still. You can draw those kind of lips on anyone's face here. They look like the Joker. Yeah, you take some lipstick and fucking. Yeah. Can that be the picture for this podcast? Just was... all our faces <laughs> <laughs> drawn on with like computer, <laughs> like like MS Paint. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with computer. With computer. Uh, Councilman Reeves is furious. Batman escaped. Um, they talk about what's happening, mentioning that someone other than Batman is responsible for the killing. Joker doses Reeves with his laughing toxin, and Arthur is hospitalized in a hysterical laughing fit. Bruce confronts Reeves that night, confirming the details. Um, uh, blah, 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 skipping forward through this, we've <laughs> been at this shit, crap for, ass bullshit. We've been at this for so long, and it's so complicated. If you're not watching this movie to keep track of all these names, Balestra. Uh, uh, Batman confronts Reeves concerning details Batman. about the connection. Uh, oh, that's why I forgot that one. That was... <laughs> Batman searches Andrea's apartment for more clues, finding a locket with her, uh, with a picture of him and Andrea inside. Uh, phone rings and then Batman answers it. It's the Joker sending another bomb into the apartment. Batman manages to escape and recognizes the design of the plane that flew the, blo- that flew the bomb. And it's, he deduces that the Joker is hiding in the ruins of the Gotham World Fair. Um, so the Batman goes to, or Phantasm goes to confront the Joker. And he immediately just sees through the costume and knows it's Andre and not her father. I love that, that the Joker figures this out. He's smart. He's capable. He is. And I think he would probably know that her dad was dead, too. Yeah. Right? Because the mob would have known, right? They killed him. Yeah. So. 
that's who she saw, like, in the flashback when she was yeah. walking back up to the door, her door. Yeah. And there was that guy standing there. And she's so like, she would know that, or, yeah. or he would know that it wasn't It's the, the babe! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The, 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 what was the last name? Beaumont. The Beaumont the, the yeah. I also love that this scene, they, they have a big fight, and uh, she has him, like, pinned down at one point, and he's reaching for, there's, like, a, a cleaver yes, behind him, yes. and yeah. a, a sausage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he grabs the balloon, he hits it with that instead of the cleaver. I, you knew it the whole time, too, like, with yeah. the two of them, I was like, he's, he's gonna grab the big ad, the, yeah. the meat log, yeah. he's gonna grab... Because that's exactly... The Joker, it's funny. I love it's like, that. I love it. was it. so yeah. good. That was great. Yeah. So they have a big fight, and then... Uh, she holds her own. She did great. She yeah, great. no, she's she great. great. Ripped his combat. ass, basically. Yeah. And then he escapes I like that that his ass, but... was kind of set up in that scene where they fight... Uh, they flirt fight Batman and, and Andrea like 10 years earlier. Yeah, she was already like good at uh, whatever the fighting Gito. style. Yeah, Miss yeah. So-and-So self-defense class for yeah. girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. Um, so My then, grandmother wants me to take one of those. Yeah? She's like, you live in New York, you're gonna get mugged. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You live Tomorrow. in New York in 1978. It's very dangerous. Don't go near Times Square. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't. <laughs> For different reasons. For yeah. It's just not because it's full of porno theaters. Just because it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's gross for others. It's just really upsetting. Yeah. Uh... So, Walking that slow is upsetting. <laughs> I've never been in Times Square when I didn't, I, I wasn't like already running late for something. You have to go there. Yeah. It's always like, well, god damn it, I gotta go to Times Like, oh, there's the baby, have you seen the baby man? The baby It's man. a full grown man with a diaper. And this is the a, one who's always breaking up with people. He's always breaking up with people. <laughs> he's got a Raiders. And, no, he, he's got a, it's an enormous like three foot wide head mask that is a baby like a baby realistic looking baby head That's and a rattle that squeaky 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 he shakes it and he just dances around he's like a five foot ten baby and That's people pay him to be the worst thing that exists <laughs> why are they paying this guy? i don't know there it's like a dog shit on your favorite carpet and you're like here's some money Here's some money, dog, for doing the worst thing I've ever seen. I have to say, no judgment, but here I go. I always thought it was very weird when people would dress up as babies for Halloween. That would freak me out. I found that really weird. I'm like, like, there's beer in this bottle. I'm like, oh, you're so clever. (laughs) You're so clever. You put beer in a baby bottle and you're drinking from it. You look so mature right now. Did Did you feel like they were secretly pulling something like they were secretly into it or like is that what you mean? <laughs> oh god i've seen those things or yeah, yeah it's like, my partner built a giant curb for me it's like, it's like okay okay halloween's gotta be the perfect time you got some kind of weird fetish like that that you can just walk around and be like no this is a normal thing i'm and not coming right now here's what i don't care if that's your thing but don't do it in public you know what i mean in like do it at home do it at home that's I don't care, but if you're, if I can see like there's a weird point in your diaper, <laughs> and you're walking around, I'm like, don't. Oh, that's God. no. You're getting off on people seeing you being a baby. No. What about <laughs> no, if you're sir. Like a furry. That's like the best holiday. That's the only time you just walk around. It's not weird. I think it still looks weird because you, because when furries 
by like a suit, uh-huh. it doesn't look like a character. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't yeah, look like something recognizable. True. I think people would still be like, this is... So your... do you go around like Halloween parties looking to be like, I feel like you're enjoying this too much. I this is you wouldn't believe how many people I fight at every Halloween. Every <laughs> Halloween, I fist fight you're after fist kicking fight. Out my part. Hey, Good hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, Deadpool. I don't, buy, I don't buy that. That's more like a little too cool. skin tight <laughs> for me. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Phantasm, so Batman shows up, and, uh, Batman and Joker have a big fight with Phantasm, uh, eventually triggering a, a fair in the, uh, fire in the world's fair props is a great scene where Batman and Joker are, like, fighting in this, like, scale model of Gotham, and it's, like, almost like a Godzilla kind of fight. Oh, right, smashing yeah, you it. see the Warner Brothers sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker. This movie's from Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. All these like low tiny planes come to attack Batman, and, um, and Andrea grabs Joker, vowing her crusade will will end no matter what. She disappears in an explosion, but Batman manages to get away. In the Batcave, Bruce regrets not being now, able. Hold on, how did they get away though? How do Andrea and the Joker get away? Her mysterious smoke thing, smoke residue. But see, yeah. that's why I wish they dealt with that. In the like, he's like studying this. He's like, "That's weird." Let's early talk about in that movie. in just but, a moment. We're yeah. almost done. I just want to wrap this up, and then we'll get to that. Uh, in the Batcave, Bruce regrets not being able to save Andrea. Uh, Alfred says it's quite possible Andrea didn't want to be saved. A glimmer in the cave attracts Batman's attention. He finds the same locket from Andrea's apartment. She's alive. She's alive. <sighs> and then out on a cruise, <laughs> Andrea gazes out of the sea, truly alone in the world. And she's wearing a veil. Wait, the, the description of this movie says truly alone in the world? Yeah. Like, and she's sad as fuck and she's horny. <laughs> there's she, one... she doesn't have any lovers or any family and she's sad. <laughs> there's one, like, horrible, horrible line where they ended, the, where someone, like, says, like, hey, are you with anybody? And she's like, no, I'm alone. Oh, yeah. Truly alone. Yeah, she, the guy was like... She, oh, he's like, no, he's like, you want to be alone? She's oh, like, I already am. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always am. It's, it's like... Hey, he already doesn't know you. You don't need to be mysterious. You could just be like, yeah, I'm alone. Oh, that shot of her when he sees her, that classic femme fatale shot when her coat's just blowing in her yeah. hair and her coat are just blowing in the wind. And he's like, oh, that's a beautiful silhouette. I feel then, like this movie would have been so much stronger if you just cut that last scene and it's not clear whether she got out or not. Sure, yeah. And you find like the, he finds the lock in the cave that maybe she planted that earlier. You, know, you don't know for yeah. sure. It also implies that the Joker got out, too, because yeah. she got, I mean, she could have killed him, but there's other Batman stuff, so <laughs> you figure if she didn't. Yeah, the <laughs> Joker always gets away. All the yeah. villains always get away. Yeah, he's just back to square one. But yeah. she didn't even seem like, ah, let him go, shucks. <laughs> she's, she's just like, ah, I'm still horny. Couldn't she have just escaped with Bruce? Yeah, why And not? then, like, let the why Joker not? blow up? Why not? Yeah. But that's... I think that kind of gets to like a theme of this movie of that she's obsessed with vengeance and like she doesn't want to escape. She just wants to kill him. That's all she cares about. It's but she like, didn't pull it off then. Why didn't yeah. she just or stay with the explosion? You know what I mean? But it's like it's not. We're, she's more focused on killing him than surviving. Like so her goal is not survival. Her goal, her goal is to kill him, and it's it's just more important. 
that that uh, Alfred says something. He has like a great little monologue about how, like, she fell off the uh, the the. He, Batman's like always on this ledge, and she fell off years ago. He's always worried that she, he'll become obsessed with vengeance, and he never has, but she has. But he is. You think that's what drives him? Is vengeance? Well, no. Here's what I'm saying. Why did if she just wanted to kill him? And that's it. She said, that's in my life. I want him dead. That's it. Why did she take the Joker with her? Why not just hang out and get blown up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, whoop, And then <laughs> just give him a good old hug. Just a real good hug. The Joker. I think she and was then trying the fire, to. fire, fuh. I think that's what she was trying to do. She failed. I think that was her goal. But she got out of there. What was she trying? What's the move to get the maybe, Joker out? Maybe maybe he escaped first, and then she's like, "Well, as long as he escaped, I guess I'm gonna escape too." I feel like we're giving this movie excuses now. <laughs> I feel like we're making for all excuses the holes for in the, the movie. Script. That's the one, really. I think it's. I love this. I really like this movie a lot. Really I'm just saying, either she should have died or whatever. What do you think about Alfred's thing about like is what is Batman's motive? Is it vengeance or is it something? Different than that, something. I think it's guilt. You think it's guilt? It's an obsession. Yeah. Guilt over his, I think, not being able to defend his parents, and he wants to defend everyone else because he couldn't protect his parents in the first place. There's two kind of classic interpretations of Batman, and one is that his motive is vengeance. That's kind of the older one. And then in more recent times, it transcended to uh, to wanting to protect people. It's not about finding the specific killer. Revenging his parents is about making sure no one else goes through what he goes through, and that's more close to what you said. But you think obsession? Yeah, I think maybe obsession with that, making sure. I think that can go either way. Obsession with not wanting people to feel his pain. That's kind of what I've I've always thought. It's more about like control than anything else. It's he's like this spoiled little rich boy who's got controlling. Yeah, he got what he wanted all the time. His parents just pawn him off on the butler, and like his butler's not going to tell him. No, he can just fire the guy. And the first moment in his life where somebody he did not get what he wanted was his parents dying. And he's like, I cannot ever let this happen again. I need to be in total control of every situation. Because if he just wanted to make things better, he could become a cop or just donate money to charity or he. So I could give money to the city. To the city. Yeah. I could be, yeah. I could. But if he's a vigilante, no one tells him what to do. He's in control. He's imposing his will on everyone else. He doesn't have to follow the law. He doesn't have any rules he has to follow. Drive the Batmobile as fast as he wants. Yeah, exactly. The Bat Spaceship. The Bat Spaceship. He had one. He had it in that movie. Yeah, the yeah he had to eight. park it. <laughs> That's... Yeah, Wait, I thought it was like, go home. Like, plane, go home. But no, it was just Wait, parked which on the nearest apartment. Which movie does he have apartment? a spaceship? In this one. It was in a Bat plane. It can like oh, float I, okay, and go yeah. forward. And, like, <laughs> it's, not a it's a weird, yeah. Vehicle, but uh, yeah, it's like an, an, a, a future vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, That's true. You didn't think any vehicle can go to space unless they specifically say it can't? If the Joker yeah, went to Prius. space, <laughs> he'd follow him. All right. <laughs> All right. We need to start wrapping things up. Um, where do uh, uh, first of all? Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's yeah. great. Yes. It's really, really good. It's so entertaining. I Clearly, really like we it. had a lot to talk about. Yeah. And most of it was not even related to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, you'll, you'll find topics to talk about with your friends <laughs> if you watch this movie. Romance. Love. 
costume murder costumes executions. I'm gonna say this is hands down the best Batman movie we have watched for this podcast by so far by by a wide margin. I thought it was great. And we gotta talk about where uh, Kevin Conroy goes in our big list of Batman. Obviously, number uh, one, number one, that yeah. voice. Oh. Obviously, he's somewhere on the list from uh, when we recorded the episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series Lost episode that Jacob and I have already recorded and we're not doing after this. It's uh, totally what he said. Yeah. And you know there's a place that he was already on the list, but let's say, do we think he belongs still in the place we had him or should he be at number one now? I think he should be at either the place we had him or another place. Or, <laughs> and that's my hard opinion that will not be changed, Danny. I think that's a hard opinion. Right now we got Michael Keaton at number one. I think Kevin Connors is better. I think Kevin Connors. Oh my God, that voice. He's so good. Voice. I've did, read a thing about him for read the phone book to me. Yeah, he did a thing <laughs> on like nine eleven. He went to like go volunteer with all the firemen and stuff. Oh shit! And he's 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 Good job. Yeah, but they just had him hang out in like some soup kitchen where they're feeding people uh-huh. and just like shout from the soup kitchen like I am the night, I am vengeance, I am Batman. That seems disrespectful. From nine eleven. I feel like all the firefighters apparently loved it, and they were like so thrilled. Well then. I was cool. not sure where the joke ended. <laughs> where is that real? That's real. That's real. Yeah, really that's that. that's weirder than fiction. <laughs> that's one of them weird fiction things. I thought that was great, and he's a hero, and he's wonderful, and I love that he did that. Uh, who wants to to plug things? Francesca, you're our guest. Why don't you start? What do you have to plug? God. Um, your your Twitter. Oh your... right, I you can follow me at on Twitter and on Instagram at Stone Cold Volpe. It's a play on my last name. Um, or I have a, my four hundred improv four hundred one show next Sunday. Come to that. I'm also I also got a new job. <laughs> so if you're ever ordering food sometime, do you want to name my voice. your restaurant or do you? Not Westville. <laughs> <laughs> Westville is the name of the restaurant. Jacob, uh, let's see. Uh, I run a show every uh, every other Thursday at a bar called Beast of Bourbon cool. in uh, in Brooklyn. And uh, April first, I will be doing. Uh, I'll be hosting and doing a set for an hour of comedy at a uh, at a bar called Freddy's in Greenpoint. Uh, my Twitter is at uh, Colburn nine eighteen. That's my middle name. It's a weird middle name. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Danny uh, might be doing either show. So, uh, <laughs> I've done it before. I'll probably come back. He's been, he's done the Beast of Bourbon, and uh, we do another 30th, and then after that. So, host, host, host. Uh, that's my stuff. I'm gonna be <laughs> at, leg. I'm gonna be at Eastville Comedy Club on the 20th and 27th at nine o'clock. Woo. Uh, I will be at Liberty Mike at Brew. Uh, this Wednesday, it's too late to go if you're listening to this. Uh, but you can still go to Comedy Hibachi. It's going to be the, the 22nd at Munchmore's. It's an improv, stand-up comedy mishmash. It's going to be really fun. Uh, and I will be in Philadelphia at the Victoria Freehouse on March 25th at 9 o'clock. And I will be at the Looking Glass in Brooklyn on the 31st. And, uh, 
I'll be at Inkwell, also in Brooklyn, on April 1st, and also a different thing that Jacob told me about that I don't remember where it is, and we haven't worked out the details. Freddy's on April 1st. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Danny Rathbun. That's R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Friend me on Facebook. I'll accept anyone. Like and subscribe to the uh, podcast. Give us a rating on iTunes. Friend us on Facebook. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, you want to end every show with by shouting Kareem. Francesca, you want to lead us in a shout of Kareem? Kareem. One, two, three. Kareem! Kareem! <laughs> <laughs>